0: Welcome to GodCast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh, this is James. Hello. And welcome to GodCast. On the last episode, uh, we went uh, through faithfulness and uh, the importance of that, and, you know, the the bad aspects of not being faithful. Um, if you guys haven't already, please uh, share this podcast, uh, follow the uh, share the podcast with all your friends, family, and loved ones, um, I ask that you guys, uh, go follow this, uh, podcast on Spotify, uh, at GodCast, um, and join the Facebook page, uh, the GodCast community page, um, we are on the, this is the second to last episode, um, being fearless, um, so yeah, without further ado, you want to pray Saint James?
1: Yep. Generally, Father, as we go into this episode of the podcast, we ask that your Holy Spirit be with us, Lord, and that as we, uh, with whatever conversations that we have today, whatever we talk about um, in this episode, Lord, that it be a help to whoever listens to this, Lord, that, that you'll be able to speak through us and you'll be able to give whatever guidance you need to give to us and to anybody who listens, Lord, so that we can go out into this lost and dying world and do your work, Lord, a little bit better, Lord. You we thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. So, with talking about fearlessness, um, you know, do you want to give some examples of what what the the bad aspects of fear, but then also the good aspects?
1: Well, you know, I think the, the bad aspect of fear is that. Well, I'll say the good aspects first Is that The good aspects of fear is that It's okay to be fearful You know, it's okay To, you know it, It's okay to be scared of a situation It's okay to be scared to do something Or whatever, or blah 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 The thing is And, and in some ways It is in fear It is in fear that you will see both Either the greatest amount of faith in God, or it will show when you don't have faith in God. Mm-hmm. And that is that if you have fear, but the thing that you can't let fear do is you can't let it stop you from doing what God wants you to do. You can't let it paralyze you. Mm-hmm. And as I said, how it can show the greatest amount of faith in God is whenever you are super fearful and you're you're full you're afraid, but you still stand up and do what god is telling you to do
0: yeah and i think a lot of the times in the bible you know when any time really an angel showed up they said fear not because they were afraid you know they told them to fear fear not i got a couple pieces of scripture to read i'm just going to read them all at once basically and then talk about them um starting in isaiah 41 uh verse 10 uh we, it says uh Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that with uh, incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Uh, Next piece of scripture is uh, Psalms uh, chapter 118 verse 6. It says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations compassed me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. Uh, then flip over to Hebrews uh, chapter thirteen. <clears throat> chapter thirteen verse 5 Starting in verse 5 <clears throat> we see we, and as i flip here we see we see a common theme in these verses we see we see a common theme in this uh, again verse uh, chapter 13 verse 5 through uh, 6 <clears throat> it says let your conversation be Uh, without uh, mm, -covetousness. covetousness and be content with such things as ye have for he hath said i will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say the lord is my helper and i will not fear what man shall do unto me remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of god whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. And the last piece of scripture being in 1st John uh, chapter 4 uh, John chapter 4 verse 18. You want to read
1: that? I can read that. There is no fear in love but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love.
0: We see a uh, common theme in these in these verses in telling us to not fear what man. What, uh, don't fear of man because God is with us, and the the fear that uh, I guess I feel like we need to talk about in this at least the first half of this episode is talking about you know through the, in this world you know we fear uh, we fear not just. What common man? But we fear what this world, you know, in in this world, and it's telling us in these scriptures to to fear not because we have God.
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like because of what I said at the beginning, where right? I said that it's okay to fear. Well, you know, I feel like I wanna I wanna talk about that because like my thing more is, I guess the proper way that I should say that is, if you're going to be afraid. Don't let it stop you from doing what God tells you to do, and that'll demonstrate true faith. And that'll demonstrate faith. But the proper state of mind for a Christian is no fear.
0: Yeah. And you know, with with fearing what's in the world, that could that could be demonstrating, you know, little faith in God. Because if you're fearing what other man can do to you, then you're, I feel like you're kind of knocking
1: down, you're, what your God is going to, what yeah, God can do.
0: Yeah, you're kind of, I feel like it's kind of showing, it's kind of showing people, like, it's kind of, it's kind of subconsciously telling people that, you know, what's so special about this God, when this God is the God, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, you're subconsciously knocking God down a couple pegs, even though, to other people, you know, God doesn't get knocked down, but subconsciously, you're telling other people that, you know, God is not, you know, all this powerful, and and can't, you know, when he can, and it it tells us to not be dismayed, it tells us not to fear what other men, um, a little bit in, uh, if we, if we read down in John, um, uh, because it tells us that, uh, beloved, which, with what you read, it tells us uh, that in John 4, uh, verse 18, you know, there is no fear and love, but perfect love uh, casteth out fear. And it says, If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? It tells us in that verse that, you know, You can't have, it tells us that you cannot have perfect love without, with fear. I mean, it straight up tells us, and, and what can fear lead to, you know? What can, what can it lead to? Turning, turning yourself away from God, in some cases, you know? And I'm talking about, like, the fear, the fear that God is not going to, to, to get you out of this situation,
1: because that's well, it can lead to a lot of things. It can lead to you know, it will just lead to... fear. Just leads to unhappiness, yeah. In many different ways, it leads to anxiety and worries yeah. that can overtake you. Yes, it, It's just it's not it's not a positive way to live in fear, yeah. and that's one of the things that God sets us free from, Yeah. if well, you truly accept it. If you look at, if you look at, really any,
0: anything in society, you know, how does, how does a government control the people? Mostly. With fear. With, and the people are afraid, you know what I mean? Because, they're afraid of something that is, going to hurt them. Uh, you know, fear, the, definition
1: of that's another thing that fear can lead to bad whenever you're talking about your christian walk is that when people are afraid they're easily led yes because they want because they want if they're afraid and not knowing what to do then they want somebody to lead them who will take them out of this yeah. and so we're talking about our christian walk we can very easily be led astray if we're yeah. fearful and not and not you know bold in God. You know? The
0: very definition of fear is fear is an unpleasant
1: emotion caused by the belief
0: that something or someone is dangerous. You you're fearing that something's going to hurt you. So so what are you going to do? Most people are going to run to the e- the quickest and easiest thing that's going to help them. When with God, he's going he's he's probably the quickest thing that we can go to. But on Earth. Our earthly struggle—it has to be in His will that He's going to help us. Now, we have to have the—and this goes ties back to being faithful. You have to have faith that God is going to to push through this. Because to be fearless, you have to be faithful. You have to be faith—you have to be faithful that God is going to take you. You know, you have to—you have to have faith that God is going to get you out of this struggle. And when—and with being fearless. Being fearless is you know that God is going to get you out so you don't care what's happening to you. If we look at stories like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they knew that they were going to get thrown into a fiery furnace. You don't think that you don't think that they probably had fear that you know they were going to get thrown in the fiery furnace. I probably would be scared. You know, these these are teenagers. Is, is what we believe is that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were very young. And, and that's another thing on display that young people can... A lot of the times, young people in the Bible have the most effect, you know, on people. And we see with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their faith and their fearlessness outweighed their fear. Their faith in God caused them to be fearless. Because, because what did they do? They, they straight up told the king. They straight up looked the king in his eyes and said, we're not worshiping your, your idols, your stat, your statues. We're worshiping the God.
1: And maybe a bit, a, maybe a good way to put this too is that like, you know, fearlessness, maybe a good way to put this is that fearlessness is not the absence, the absence of fear. You know, the same way how, like, people say, you know, a brave man is a person who is afraid, but still, but does something. Yes. You know, you can't be brave if you're not afraid, you know? Yes. And so I, I'd also want to, I'd also maybe want to say that the good way of looking at it is, like, you know, being fearless in God is not necessarily not being afraid it's doing something in you know even though you're afraid you know that's that's believing and trusting in God even though you're afraid of of what's happening and that and that kind of thing uh I wrote down here and it kind of goes with what you just said is
0: fearlessness allows us to carry out anything God asks us with no question because the faith God gives us it's not necessarily the fearlessness but the the knowledge that God has this situation, as long as we carry it out, I mean, if we look at Noah's Ark, you know, Noah was, people made fun of Noah, and I I think on one of the last podcast episodes we recorded, we talked about how you said that this wasn't just like a year of Noah being, you know, people looking at him like he was an idiot, this was, this was not just like one year, this was years couple of decades probably I think right I
1: don't, I don't remember how long it took him to build the ark but I know it was a good while it was a really was long a time good while and you know he was probably fear he, he was probably fearful
0: you know of what the people were probably going to do to him but he still carried out God's will you know he still And he was he was probably fearful of what would have happened
1: if God didn't deliver but he's still... You know, you know what it is? It's it's the com- it's the combatant of two different fears.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what everything that we need. And we need to let one fear win. Yes. You want to know why? Because we have the fear of whatever goes on in this world. But what else does the Bible tell us to have? A fear of the Lord. Yeah, a fear of God. The respect. Now that, yeah, as you were going to say, now that fear is different whenever you translate that. that's It's not talking about a fear as in like the emotion of fear, but... It's really talking about having respect for God, respect for His power, and yes. understanding that you're very small in the grand scheme of what God of what God is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But He, but He still has you a part of His plan, yes. and you should fear that and respect oh, that, yeah. that He wants you to do something for Him. You know, He wants you to to give your life over to Him and. And he deserves that. That's that's the fear, and that's the respect. He deserves that. So whenever,
0: whenever I think about what you just said, I think about Uncle Sam and I'm like I want you. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, if we if we look at any army, you know, with with being a Christian, you know, it's army, you know. It's it's all about numbers, right? Right, and with God, you know, it's not it just it's not about numbers because we are, we are. In a lost and dying world that's and we're the minority of them. Christians are a minority in this world. You know, we're not of this world. And if you think about it, how great God is that He's still gonna win the battle even though he doesn't have as many numbers. No, it tells us that few will enter. I mean the Bible talks about how we're not in the majority we I mean we're weak in numbers. But we have, the, a <clears throat> have a strong and powerful God. Have a strong and powerful God. What? you were you're were just looking down, reading. <laughs> I was like. I was reading. <sighs> you want to read it out loud? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um. And you know, with with talking about you know fearlessness and and, and fearlessness and how faith you know comes into that. You know, the res- talking about what you were talking about earlier—is the respect that we should give God. You know, and the faith that we should put in Him. Because I guess the faith that we should give Him, because He's never, He's never led us astray. He's never, He's never, you know, He's never led us astray. Never led us down a bad path. You know, the bad—the only bad path that I've been led to is on my own and God pulled me out of it because I asked Him and if we just learn to stay on the path of God that maybe we'll be successful maybe we won't we'll we'll be successful with spirit with Him
1: you know there's many different ways that we can talk about not being fearful Mm -hmm. Um, there's many different ways that we can talk about having no fear in God from our day to day lives all the way to our work for God, and I think uh, being this, having this be passion project. We're talking about having no fear in our work for God, and that no matter what, no matter what God calls us to do, we should have no qualms. We should have no anxiety. We should have no fear of doing what God tells us to do. We should be able to do it, you know, second nature. God tells us to do something; we do it. No, no matter how big, no matter how small, God tells us to do something, and we do it, because God's work needs to be done here on earth. And it's through us that He does it. It's through us that He tells us what needs to be done. And so if we don't do it, and and why would you not? Why would you not want to do what God tells you to do every single time He does it? Because if you don't do it, you're gonna get somebody else to do it. Yeah. His work, His will will be done.
0: Yeah.
1: But why would you? If God's, if you're the first person that God's going to, and He's te- telling you to do something, why would you not do it and miss out on the blessing? And let somebody else, and let God have somebody else do it, and they get the blessing. Of doing yeah, if God's a knocking, we need to open up
0: the door. We need to answer that. And with you know passion project and wanting to get Christians fired up to go out and do things, you have to have that fearlessness. That. Even though this world is going to tear us down, even though people are going to not like what we have to say, even though this, this world is probably, is prob- in some cases,
1: kill this, us. At this point, this world, at this point, I think, at this point especially, I think that the world is just going to get more and more hostile towards Christians and more and more and that means that more and more christians need to start becoming bold standing their ground and not backing down because this world is going to get more and more hostile which is going to cause more and more christians to back down so we need to we need to reinforce i guess i'll say reinforce ourselves now we need to we need to get bold with the with the armor of god you know putting on the
0: Full armor of God, you know. It's it's strapping up for battle. It's preparing. You know, we see tension whenever you see a war going on, you know, or a war about to start up. You see two different countries strapping up, getting ready for the possible the the possibility of war, right? We're in a spiritual warfare, and we need to be preparing. We need to be preparing to get persecuted, at least in America. You know, persecution. There might be persecution, but it's still at an all-time low for us. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? It's still lower than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. You gotta think about it, I mean, relatively. I mean, sure, maybe... I mean, I wouldn't say that it's bad now, but even if the persecution was bad here, it's like, well, if the rest of the world is worse, then we're still blessed. Yeah. You know? But... Um... I forgot what I was gonna say. Um... Um, well... Talking,
0: talking about you know, not being afraid of uh, strapping, strapping up for, We we're doing the armor of God series, and we talked about how, you know, you gave the analogy of, you know, going into battle without your boots on or your shoes, and then getting into battle and being like, oh crap, I need to get this on, this on, this on, while you're in the battle. You know, I need to, I need to put this piece on. I forgot this piece. It's like. No, you need to get you need to be prepared. You need you need to be pre- you need to be That's prepared for say.
1: everything. And, and right along with what you're uh, what you're saying right now, I just remembered what I was gonna say. That I feel like also people think that this whole idea of Getting your mindset right. I feel like people think that it's this difficult long process, and in some cases it is, but You have to understand that you have to understand that god wants to do things for you do you think that you getting a holier mind is against god's will no of course god wants to give you this stuff so if you open yourself up to that you think god isn't going to give it to you freely you know maybe it'll come with some lessons in life which is what i mean that maybe it'll happen over time but you think god won't help you do that you know uh solomon god literally went to him and said, and said, name whatever you want. Solomon said, wisdom, and God went and gave it to him. Now I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen to us, but I'm saying that you go to God, ask him for wisdom, ask him, help me to be fearless, ask him, help me to be bold, and he's gonna do it. He might do it very quickly, he might do it over some time, but he's gonna do it. Whenever I asked for faith, because I looked at myself and said,
0: am I gonna die for God? If, if, you know, I was talking to my grandpa and I think a lot of, I'll save this one for the next episode. (laughs) I'll save this. But I'm like, I was thinking like, do I have enough faith to die for God? You know, do I have, do I have enough faith? And at the time I said no. And I asked God for faith and it's like the faith just came. Like I, I still sit here today and I'm like, I really don't care if I'm going to die. Like, why care? You know, if, I was talking to my grandpa, and it's like, that's probably the best thing that can happen to me. Because I'm going to a better place. You know, doing God's will and then dying for it, knowing you're going to a better place. You know, and, and with that, you know, we should, we should go fearlessly. We, we should, you know, one of the, one of the most popular verses is, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, I will, I will fear no evil. Is that, is that how that verse goes? Yeah. It's like, that's how, that's how we should walk. The Bible tells us so much that that's how we should walk. You know, fearing no evil because, because what has good always done? Prevail. Prevail. You know, it's, it's that, it's like, it's like that old, like, old superhero movie, uh, thing, to where even though the enemy outnumbers the good guy, or even though the, the enemy has better weaponry and, and whatnot, the good still prevails. The hero still prevails. And I feel like, I feel like that, that's exactly how our Christian walk is.
1: It's funny because like you're you talking about like the old hero trope or the old story trope where it's like uh, good will always win over evil. And it's that thing where it's like, it's like the evil could be more, the evil could be stronger, but the hero will always muster up enough courage, muster up enough strength to win the battle. But it's like it's not even that for us. Like the, the evil isn't more powerful than us. Like, God is yeah. almighty and all oh, powerful. Yeah. Like, the good is more powerful. It might seem like the enemy is more powerful. Exactly. Because it's, the enemy def- and that's, deceives. That, that's exactly. I was going to say the devil is a deceiver. He can make himself look more powerful. He's not. But he can make himself look more powerful. And then all these, and then so many people uh, stand down. Look but, at the, look at but the courage. He's not.
0: Look at the courage young Dave, uh, David had. When fighting Goliath, you know, it was just him.
1: Goliath looked more powerful, yeah, because he was huge yeah. and he was strong. And he
0: killed armies. Mm-hmm.
1: But David was more powerful. Why? Because he was good. He had God. Yeah, on his he side. had faith. He had the good on his Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: He had he had faith, and and
0: turned with faith that turned into no fear. Faith, faith in God, and and being fearless go together because really all fearlessness is is faith because you have faith that God's going to carry you out of it I mean if if we didn't then where are we as a Christian you know look at ourselves ask ourselves where we are as a Christian why don't I have faith in you? and the and the answer to that question is itself self gets in the way of a whole lot of stuff and you know, maybe you might have trust issues, right? But if you have trust issues in people, that's understandable. You don't have trust issues with the mighty God. You know, the the one and only God. The God that loves you. And the God that, as long as you have faith,
1: God has said will never leave you nor forsake you. And God is literally... It's literally impossible for him to lie he's he's he's
0: whenever whenever you hear Heath Ledger's Joker say, I'm a man of my word that's that's what I think God's like I'm a man of my word (laughs) God is a man of his word he is everything that is just and right and we and we must we must have faith and fearlessness to go out and and carry out his will and what he wants of us because as you said if you're not willing to do it then God's going to have somebody else do it. I mean, what what did God tell us? If you guys won't praise me, then the rocks will. If we don't do it, the rocks are going to carry out the will. Something else is, and, and what he means by that is, something, something else is going to praise me. and Something else is going to carry out what I want. You know? God puts us through so many tests, and looking at trials in your life, and I was talking to my grandpa this morning, you know, we, we ate atop the viaduct and was talking and I, and I told him, I said, I want, you know, talking about faith and trials in life. I don't want to be in a trial in my life. And, and, and he t- and we was talking about like, remember God could come back any day. I don't want to be in the middle of a trial, curse God's name, get mad at God And then God come down while I'm through that? And while I'm in that trial and not go with God? That would be heartbreaking. I'm not going to, I don't want to waste time trying to figure out how much faith I have. And just ask for faith, you know? Don't sit and complain, you know? I feel like a lot of of Christians complain too much. You know, instead, and with the Passion Project, you know, getting fired up, we want Christians to get fired up to go out and do things instead of complain about things, you know? Like, like God already doesn't know about these things. We, we, we talk about things like God doesn't already know, and it's like, we, you don't come, don't complain, but ask God what he wants done.
1: Well, you know, I'm looking I guess I will read just one scripture Because I was looking at this scripture right here And it says, my little children This is uh, John chapter 3, verse 18 It says, my little children Let us not love in word, neither in tongue But in deed and in truth Now here this is talking about love But I'm thinking about just In general, you can probably You can probably Substitute that for anything For anything Because so what I'm thinking is like Is like how you're saying in like so many people complain but it's like well don't complain go out and do and so you know, that's kind of what the, as i say is you can substitute this for a lot of things and that this thing is saying stop talking about it stop talking about it Absolutely. go out and do and
0: show i also have something else in that uh so as i'm gonna read it again my little children let us not love in the world neither by tongue but in deed and in truth it's telling us that in our actions we love and in truth the truth is love. That's, that you know, a lot of people don't like the truth because the truth hurts, but the truth is love. If you love somebody enough to tell them the truth, that's love. You tell them because you love them. And I really like that because I, that's something that we've talked about before. Is, I'd rather somebody tell me the truth than to lie to me. Mm-hmm. That's love on display. Mm-hmm. That's, that's showing passion for somebody. To tell them the truth, to tell, to to be able to go out and tell somebody about Jesus and the good and the bad, you know. Some some people only tell of the good, and some people only tell of the bad. When it's when it's both,
1: you know. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't understand what you just said. The people only tell the good, and the people only tell the bad, because it doesn't work. Yeah. The gospel doesn't work if you only tell the good. Yeah. The gospel doesn't work if you only tell yeah, the bad. Some, it's in tandem. Yeah.
0: That's it's, and that's. And that's that's what, the only way that yeah, it works, and that's and that's what some people do. If we look at the and what I was getting at is, some people are the fire and brimstone, and some people are the peace and prosperity. It's like no, we need a middle. We need a middle of understanding the bad and understanding the good and telling of both. We need to they complement each other in 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 the sense that you have to you have to understand both and you have to choose the good. If I... It's like, it's almost like... If I offer somebody... If I offer somebody... Terrible things versus good things... What are they going to choose?
1: The good things.
0: The good things. But if I only tell them of the good things... And they don't understand the bad things... You know, it's like... They're going to... They're like... Well, I'm, I'm fine right here... So I'm not going to do this... Because this is work... When they, they have to understand the bad things to then get to the good things, you know? And, you know, going back to, to fearlessness, it's, we, we must, we, we must not be fearful whenever going and telling people the truth. We, we, we can't, we can't be afraid of what somebody thinks. because what we need,
1: what, when, what, what we need to put importance on is what God thinks not yes. what any but and not what any man thinks. Now we need to be uh, what's the best way to say this we need to be mindful of yeah. what other people think because we don't want to turn them away we want to show the best foot forward. you know we want to be good ambassadors for Christ but what totally what matters in the end is what God thinks. And so if God's telling you to do something Whether you think it's mean or not... You do it. And I'll tell you that God won't tell you to do anything... That won't produce good. You know? There's nothing that God will tell you to do... That'll just... That'll make things miserable. Make things horrible. You know? Not saying that God won't... Again, not saying that God won't ask you to do difficult things. But God will always have everything turn out to be good. Yeah. So... I don't... So the, the... the short-term effect of what God is asking you to do does not matter. What matters is the long-term. And we know what God's long-term plan is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. So we need to be fearless and we need to be obedient and faithful in everything God tells us yeah. to do. And, and why, do, why do we sing the song of victory in Jesus? Oh, victory
0: in Jesus. And it says, my Savior forever, he sought me and he bought me with his redeemer. he, he bought us, if you, if you buy something and it doesn't do what you bought it in, in, to do, aren't you going to get mad, <laughs> you know, Jesus bought us for a reason, he loves us, and he wants his will to be done, you know, it's not, Jesus is, Jesus is probably the, you know, we're supposed to be the, the ambassadors, we're, going to, we're supposed to be the sales, salesmen for Jesus, you know, and we need to make it clear to people that you get, you're going to get what's written down. You're going to get the same Jesus that is written down. You know, he's not a deceiver, you know? He's not, he's not, a, he's not a master deceiver. He, he loves us. And uh, talking and going back to fearless again is like, you know, with, with being, with being fearful, with going out and, and. Telling the truth is like you like you said in uh, in First John chapter three, what, verse eighteen. Being being fearful to tell somebody the truth is is bad, really bad, because they won't they won't understand what they're doing is wrong. But then they can't make a they can't make a change if they don't understand what they're doing is wrong. You can't you can't ex you can't expect somebody to change if you don't show them. You can't you can't I, I think Christians compl- complain about things and want people to change but don't offer them an escape. Don't offer don't offer them the knowledge of what they're doing is wrong. We want th- things to change but don't put in the work to do it. When the Bible tells us we need to get to work.
1: God says he'll help us, but I don't mean that he's just gonna do everything. I mean help. Help means to assist yeah. in what you're doing. Yeah. So you need to say, I'm gonna make a change. Yeah. And let God help you do that. Yeah. You know, like well look at look at Noah. Look at Noah's
0: man, the Ark. We see that story. We see that God tells Noah to go and build the ark. He, he gives Noah the resources. He tells Noah where to get the resources. He tells him what to do, how to build it, but he tells Noah to build it. He assists Noah in getting the resources, and or at least finding them. He tells Noah to get the resources, and then God tells him that he's got, the, he's good, He'll take care of the animals. You build the ark. He's assisting Noah. Noah had to have faith. See, if we if we had things done for us. We wouldn't do anything, you know. It, there was there'd be no reason for us in God's plan if He did all the work. Mm-hmm. If exactly. if He did if He did all the work, then there's no reason for us.
1: And I don't have anything else. Just <laughs> listening to you, but. But like you said, that, that, that would be it, is that if, if, if he was just going to do everything, then there would be no reason for, there'd be no reason for like 90% of the Bible where God is telling us how to live and how to do things. You know, if, if God was just going to do everything himself, then so much of this Bible would be useless. And we know that God's word ain't useless. So it's quite clear that we need to be doing things with God, of course, because, I mean, we need his assistance in everything, but... You got to understand that you got to make a decision. you got to make a decision to, to turn away from the old life and turn towards God and a part of that is is working for God. Well, you think as a Christian, you think that going to salvation and
0: asking God for to be in your life and understanding that you know his plan is better. you'd think that we'd already get that down with salvation. but for some reason we don't. think that we'd understand that God's plan is better and is more efficient and goes forward than our plan you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and I think that with getting Christians fired up that means we gotta put in work and if nobody else gets fired up and it's just me and you or you and I I'm fine with that because at least
1: somebody's fired up We'll do what we're supposed to do by what God tells us to do yeah. we're gonna do it and if
0: nobody else is fired up I mean so be it but we're doing God's work and we're gonna try I am gonna try yeah we're gonna try and it's all with faith you know if nobody if we see with we see with uh, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is that there's only what Abraham, Abraham pleaded with God, right, to not destroy the city if there was just one righteous. And wasn't it? I think I think it was Abraham because that that's the story of the woman that turned back and was, lots, yeah, lots. And you know they they got out of the city and. And the city was destroyed. Now we, now we can see that if we're not, if Christians aren't willing to work, then what's the use that God has for us? We we must go out.
1: You know, God has shown before that He'll only let things go for a certain amount of time. You know, as you said, it was like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, that place was was ridden with sin and God eventually said no more of that and destroyed yes of course allowing you know the few people that were that weren't living in the sin to leave Mm -hmm. lot in his family and now I'm not saying that God will destroy America what I am saying is that as far as we know, America is not in revelation. And we see that our country is declining very fast. I'd say very fast. Yep. But we've also seen in the Bible many times where God said, well, I want not say many times, but I, we've seen in the Bible where God said, I'm going to destroy. these people or this nation or whatever and a godly person prayed to God asking for mercy and God granted it and did not disagree and I believe that for a long time God has shown mercy on America especially now because we have we have done more than just not listening to him now it feels like we're just outwardly it feels like america is now just outwardly against god at this point and it's and it's worse because it's us a nation that was supposedly founded on god yes it's even worse because it's us but i can tell you that there's there's only going to be a certain amount of time a certain amount of times i feel like like god god's kind of show mercy on us before he says that's enough. We're not gonna allow them. You know, God said that he, you know God um when Moses When Moses got his people out of Israel and I believe it was after they made or not out of Israel when Moses got his people out of Egypt. Got God's people out of Egypt. And they made the golden calf. I believe it was then that God said, I'm gonna destroy them. Moses prayed and said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And God said, okay, I won't. I can't remember who it was. Man, no. I can't remember who it was, but there was another nation. Another nation that God was going to destroy. And the person said, was it Sodom and Gomorrah? I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. There was another nation and the person said, God, if there was if there's just I think it was a hundred godly people. Anymore. Was it song and more? Yes. Yeah. And then it turned and then it went down to just like one person. And then and so God said, Okay, I'll let you go go out. But he destroyed it. You know?
0: Once
1: they out. Yeah, so it's like in my personal opinion, I just I'm just saying Christians. Uh, There's only so long I feel like that God is going to hold out and show his mercies to a nation. He shows mercies to people time and time and time and time again. There's only so long I feel like he's going to deal with the nation that America is becoming. And so Christians, it is our job to show the light of God. And it is only us who could possibly turn this nation back towards God. Well, in my personal opinion, it's partly the Christian's fault, too.
0: Because Christians just backed away. We cowered. We're faced with problems.
1: Well, yes, but, you know, we've said that a plenty of times before. We have. And so I'm just stressing that it really is just us that can possibly change anything so the the urgency of needing to get up and do something does not seem to be there for a lot of Christians mm-hmm. and it needs to be it needs to be yes. so
0: if it's if it's not then this nation will fall just like all the others do we want, do we want to continue to live in a land that allows us to praise god Mm-hmm. Do we, I mean, we take it for granted, but we want to continue to do this. We want to continue to be able to have the podcast, to be able to have the conversations in the morning, at breakfast, lunch, dinner, around the dinner table about God. We want to continue to have our freedoms to praise God. And it seems like that's not an urgency anymore. Like, we're, 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 so, we're so happy with being lukewarm so happy with, you know, I'm allowed to praise God now, well, what about later? What about later when things fall apart? Like things are falling apart, you know? Many Christians will admit that this nation, as you said, is falling down really fast, and we need to step up, and we need to be fearless for God. I mean,
1: and it's funny too, because it's like, I feel like so many Christians can see what's going to happen in the horizon. You know, like, whenever we we're talking about, like, whenever, like, um, whenever the, all this COVID stuff started, and places were shutting down, and in America, some churches were forced to shut down, which is not okay. Government's not allowed to do that. Some churches were forced to shut down. And I've heard a lot of Christians talking about it, and they're like, "Well, that's not okay, and that's gonna end up being a gateway to the government eventually taking control and being able to shut down churches." Mm-hmm. It's like we can,
0: you we said, can,
1: we can yeah. see where what's gonna happen. We can well, see it coming. You said it, But it's, it's but like, it's being... like we, bear, we don't. It's like we don't fight back enough, yeah. even though we can. Even though we can predict and see what's coming based off of certain actions taken, it's like we're still not doing anything. It's like, yeah, like you said, we saw that it, many Christians
0: said this is the gateway that they're going to use to shut churches down. But we, we stayed shut down and we listened. It's like, yeah, we're supposed to listen to the law of the land, but as long as it's not going against God's rule. As long as it's not, and that was going against what we're supposed to be doing. And as I said, we need to continue. My closing thoughts for this episode is we need to be fearless when going out, we need to have a respect for God with fear. You know, the, the, fear, the fear means respect whenever we're talking about, you know, fear of God, and it's respect. And, you know, how many people want to be respected? Show some respect for God. So yeah, as we go out, as we get fired up for God to go out, as you start to go out, be don't be fearful, be fearless. That's my closing thoughts.
1: Do you have any closing thoughts? No, mine's really just the same thing. It's just that when you put 100% faith and trust in God, fear won't be there. And that's where we got to get to. It is. So, um, as we close out, uh, if you like this episode, if you like the podcast in general, please share it with as many people as possible. Um, we ask, uh, if you want to ask questions, uh, start discussions, or um, request topics for the podcast, you can... Message in the uh, Godcast community page on Facebook. You can message us on Instagram, Godcast underscore James underscore Keffer, K E F F E R. Godcast underscore Joshua underscore Shanklin, S H A N K L I N. Again, ask questions, um, do all that stuff, um, share, um, and I think uh, I think that's about it.
0: Yeah, it's so. crazy that we're at the end of. I mean we're we're only one more episode away from passion project being over mm-hmm. it's been a fun it's been a fun uh fun ride and we're gonna get, then get into second season i think we're gonna take a week break just brainstorm topics after this is over Yep. so uh you want me to pray
1: out Or oh, i do both did i do both i don't remember i don't remember. I, I can pray out Whatever I can do it. Okay. Uh,
0: dear Lord, uh, thank you for this time that uh, we can gather and just talk about you and we'll praise you, Lord. Um, I just ask that you just be with us. All things that we do today, uh, allow this podcast to just grow. Allow uh, Christians, you know, give give Christians the ability to. Start to become a little bit more passionate about you, Lord. Allow Christians to have an open heart and open mind while listening to this, Lord, and uh, allow everybody listening to this, including ourselves, to be safe as we go out and do things through this day. I just all in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.